Well, there you go. There's there's your party. If you ever mention Die Hard on another Christmas episode, I'm going to burn the booth down. Kick it up enough. Kick it up enough. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. I like the Frodo is bagging. Frodo is bagging. Gravy boat. Gravy boat. Marshmallow world in the winter when the snowflakes are starting to fall. Oh, we're off to a good start. I want a hippopotamus. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kendall, we're here at the Tree and Tinsel Convention at the big municipal center in downtown Busheltown. And I've never seen so much tinsel in my life. They had to turn the lights down because it was so reflective that people's Corneas were being injured. That's why I'm so wearing my sunglasses. It's still beautiful, but it it really. Oh, I thought it was because you're trying to look no. cool. I mean, I, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm way past that with or without sunglasses. Um, no, but it it really does. This tinsel gets everywhere too. I don't know. Like I go to the bathroom, it's like in my shorts. I don't know. It's everywhere. It's in my shoes. It, I'm, we're going to be finding tinsel for days after this convention. We're going to be finding it for days, and I think that's good. Also, I bought some. You know, they had that big sale. I bought eight pounds of tinsel. It filled the whole back seat of my car. Oh, my Lord. And I, but I can't wait to hang it just on every available service at our store, of course, and then at my apartment. I just, it's going to well, be beautiful. As I call this the tinsel time. Not Tinseltown, but Tinseltime in America. That's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year through, because you're going to keep finding it. It is. And, of course, we are an esteemed member of the people here at this convention because they asked us personally to decorate one of the trees, to to bring a tree that we decorated. What an honor. It's, oh my God, I I don't know how a word got out that we're so good at tree decorating, but... They probably saw our trees. Hello, we've lived in Bushtown for a while. They've driven past our store. They drove past Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Pottery Butter Churn... You know what it is. Uh, I don't know why I can't say that. They drove past Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's store. They've seen... Our trees, so they know that we're expert tree decorators. Well, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, is all I can say. That it is, Cliff. 
Also, that it is. Another, you know, Christmas, another Christmas, another chance for a solo on the, the dinger. I heard the on Christmas Day, their old familiar play. <laughs> Don't you just love the dinger solos? Silver. <laughs> silver. There you go. Yeah, I love them. I love them. Hark how the sweet silver all seems to <laughs> so there's Yes, it's so good. That's the That's season. Tinsel time, and it's the season of the bells. Oh, careful, Cliff. Your dinger's smoking over there, but that's not what this show is about. Not even and a little bit. It's not even about Christmas tree. Well, it's sort of a sideways part has Christmas trees about it, but it's really about Christmas parties in movies. We're having a big oh, countdown. We are having a mini countdown of the greatest Christmas parties. Now, I have branched out. Not all mine are from, like, movie movies, I don't think. But they're oh, from the no. media. <laughs> so let's just say that. <laughs> from the media. Yeah. Well, mine are parties and also, like, party-adjacent things in movies. Oh. So since I stuck to movies, put your vetoes back in the bag. Put your vetoes back in the bag. Uh-huh. It's still a party. I'm just saying it's not. You'll see. You'll oh. see as we go down the line. All right. Well, it's listeners, let's just all remember it's the Christmas season. and It's the season of perpetual hope. And, you know, just the brotherhood of man. And you remember the Alfie, the Christmas tree, that story on the Muppets and John Denver about, you know, the Christmas tree is uh, just, it, that's what Christmas is all about, Kendall. Charlie Brown. Why don't you get us start? Do you have a Christmas space coin? Oh, I do. It Look, it's all decorated for Christmas. Here we go. I'm going to spin it, and you just call it. Heads for the head of baby Jesus. Oh, that, that took a dark turn. Yes, not Cliff, it's a, not the head. Not as separated from his body. It's just his guy's head. Oh, good. Okay. The, or the head of the Christmas dinner table. You're there the you one go. thinking of beheading Jesus, not me. You're the oh, one that brought that image to the not, Christmas not show. Not beheading him. I pictured it's already pre-beheaded. But yes, <laughs> oh, I, I did go there. God. Save the child. All right, Cliff, oh, you get to start way, us out. You know, oh, okay. So number six. Oh, my God. So many oh great Christmas parties. This is a Christmas party. Number six on the list of the great ones in media, many of them in film, <laughs> uh, but also in other things. This one is from another thing. This is from an old classic television show. We'll see if you can guess what show it is, Kendall, by me describing the setting. Let's. Do you think we can do okay. it? I think you can. Well, Probably not, but let's no, try. No, I think definitely you can. So, <laughs> first off, there's a family that's hard on their luck. Their father has, due to monetary reasons, he's been... I hear some reindeer on the roof. I don't know what that is. I, I thought I, I did, think, too. I think it's the tinsel pelting down on the glass of our booth. So, listeners, I apologize oh. if you hear the tinsel pelting down. This is a man in prison, but it's still a time for joy because 
you know, this is where it diverts into fiction. Because the police, they're there to help. They're there to love and uplift the community in this piece of media. And they're not going to let this man's incarceration and also the incarceration of his family go without a Christmas party. You know, they're, they're, they themselves are under pressure from the elites. That's where it goes back into reality because it's the people with the money think they own the system. But they don't because it's Christmas on what show, Kendall? Boy, you uh, lost me there for a bit. But <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I took a lot of wrong turns during that that monologue, and I I think I ended up in the wrong place. But we'll see. Is it Shit's Creek? It's Neek. It is not. Oh, no. How about let me give you one last hint? Oh, he didn't go to prison. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, good old Andy Griffith. Griffith. Andy Griffith in Mayberry, everybody. Old Ben Weaver of Weaver's Department Store. He is foreclosing on this house with this family and this guy and yada, yada, yada. There's a whole family in the Mayberry jail. But it's okay because Aunt B is dropping by with some fried chicken and eggnog. And Opie's there. And Barney's going to come in playing. The skinniest little Santa you ever did see, you know. <laughs> and it's an Andy Griffith show Christmas party from the early 60s, the earliest, yeah. Kendall. Got another bunch of Christmas cards. More Christmas cards, I declare. It seemed like more folks remember us this year than they ever did. Yeah. <laughs> I really do love to get them, too. Yeah. I'd rather open Christmas cards than anything I know of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, D. Freund, uh huh. I ain't seen him in a long time. Oh, that's pretty. Ain't that nice? Yeah. Have a merry Christmas ever. Happy New Year. Oh, boy. Hey, Andy. Huh? Remember the Hubacher brothers? Oh, yeah. They sent us a card this year, did they? Yeah. They always send out such a nice family picture. Yeah. Where are they now? Up in state prison. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing it wasn't a Christmas carol because they, they would have been like, are there no jails, no poor houses? Let the poor go there. There are. And here's the classic jailhouse Christmas party. <laughs> and number six. In Mayberry, what a what a lovely, lovely Christmas, a lovely way to spend Christmas. <laughs> what a uh, beautiful way of saying I love you. Yes, yes, it's lovely. Well, Cliff, moving up to number five. Oh, moving up is that a slight nod that it's going to be the Jeffersons Christmas party? No, it's not. Because no. not only are we moving up, but we're moving back, back, back in time, Uh-oh. Cliff, all the way back Uh-oh. to. The times of Ebenezer Scrooge. Speaking of Christmas Carol, back at a, a Christmas party that for years, everything we've ever watched involving Scrooge, they've taken him back to that time to visit good old Fezziwig's oh, holiday party. Or you're mispronouncing it, you mean Fezziwig's holiday party. Well, you're damn right. there's so many different ones, but yes, that... that I, every time there was a, a Scrooge or the Muppets Christmas Carol or Mickey, like every time they go back and there's a big party there, and I'm just like, I just want to be friends with Fozzie Wig. I want to, I want to go to his party. Yes. Why is it wasted on Scrooge? 
Very much so, Kendra. Oh, he, he was trying to, oh, what about the pay baskets or whatever the whole time? Scrooge, live a little. Fozzie Wiggs. <laughs> live a little Ebenezer. He's trying to help you let loose. And he I tried. agree. He tried. Can't say he didn't try. But I think that's a, a most excellent entry, Kendra. Good, good. Uh, I, I don't hear that often, so I'm going to relish in it. You better relish this shit. It may not be coming around again. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, isn't this a spectacular convention? Oh, Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm in love with all of the trees here. I just bought a small miniature tree for Fonky and one for Opie's little bedroom. Oh, I think he's going to love it, Sugarlump. Oh, dear, they're going to love it for sure. And, you know, I just love all the different countries that they have represented here. Do they have friends? And they have little red apples over their tree to signify the Garden of Eden. Isn't that the most wonderful thing you've ever seen, Daffodil? Oh, and a lot of baguettes. Besides, dear, I think it's a beautiful sentiment to recall the bread of life on Christmas Day, boys. Definitely. I like the bread of anything. Oh, amen, dear. Did you say baguettes? Yeah, we would love some baguettes. <laughs> baguettes. Hurry up. What's the part in the Beauty and the Beast? Murray, the baguettes. Hurry. Is that am I, is that right? Or am I thinking I of Snarf Blad? You know, I can't remember anything. <sighs> Murray! The baguettes! Hurry up! Who knows? But guys, this is wonderful. Now, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, I see you've got a ticket there in your hand. Is that for the big tinsel lecture this uh, later this afternoon? Oh, yes, dear. You know, there's so many types of tinsel and so many ways to hang it and apply it to a tree. <laughs> We're going to learn so many new things. Oh, yes. It was the hottest ticket in town. Boys, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, she had to be here at 3 a.m. just to get in line for the tinsel lecture. Oh, everyone wants to see the tinsel lecture today, boys. Oh, dear, I was in oh. such... I was here so early they called me the ticket master. <laughs> oh, you know, I think that's beautiful. Now, I'm going to be doing some more Christmas shopping around because as I see all this tinsel Ooh, yeah. and all the different trees, I'm thinking maybe this is the year I just get everybody tinsel for Christmas. Not, no, spoiler alert, not anybody here in the booth, but everybody else, you know. Well, I was going to say, you've already told me you got a truckload full of tinsel, so... Plenty to go around. Oh, well, that's personal tinsel. I haven't even started to shop for other oh, people's tinsel. Oh, personal tinsel. Gotcha. Oh, oh, oh. I think we better be going over there. They're about to start applying the ornaments to that tree made entirely out of sparklers. Oh, dear. Yeah, let's go. That does look a bit dangerous. Though. I wonder if they have fire extinguishers. Oh, I hope they're wearing safety goggles. Oh, oh, I see him wearing safety goggles over there. It looks like all uh, everything's above board. Oh, thank God. It's all we can I hope when for. things are below board. I don't like it. I don't party. I don't truck with things that are below board. Kendra? Just don't do it. Nope. Uh. Oh, that's way below board, Cliff. Let's let's bring it up. It's below. That's beneath <laughs> contention there. Kendall, this is Another Christmas party here at number four on the list. Hit me with number four. Of great Christmas parties. Now, this is one, and I know you're going to agree. Oh, I had to search my heart and do a lot of meditating to decide 
which of the Muppet Christmas parties to include upon the list. Oh, yeah. And my mind... And I'm sure you picked the one I did. Heart and spirit. I don't know. There's a lot to go around. Kept going back to this time when so many of the Muppets, well, like many of us, they just wanted to relax for Christmas. Yeah. Guys, they wanted to go out into the country and have an old-fashioned Fozzie's mom kind of a Christmas. So they all went to... Emily? What? Emily? Oh, Emily Bear. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry, I thought you. I thought we were playing the Bob Newhart show reenactment game, and you're like, Emily? And I was like, yes, Bob, <laughs> what's later. going on? Okay, uh, oh, look, there's Howard coming in. All right, no, yes, they were at Fozzie's Moms, and at the end of the immortal Christmas special, The Muffet Family Christmas, they have the most beautiful Christmas party you could ever want because... Kendall, I know that it does the same thing to you that it does to me. It just fills my heart with love and warmth and the spirit of Christmas whenever I see the Muppets and their Sesame Street cousins. Oh, yeah. And the little fraggles and all the different Jim Henson people come together. For a big sing-along at the end, and it's just the most wonderful thing. You can have all your Marvel characters that come and go. Who cares? What I want to see is Big Bird talking to Fozzie and Gonzo. That's the kind of magic that I'm looking for, and that's the kind of magic in the Muppet Family Christmas. Christmas party number four on the list. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, yeah, Cliff, that was definitely one of my choices that you stole right on route from under me. I love it. That's one of my favorites. I probably think I would have had it a little higher up on the list, oh. but yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's just oh. one of the two great moments in history. It's, you know, the tide with that scene in Muppets Take Manhattan where all the Sesame Street Muppets are at Kermit and Piggy's wedding. The two greatest <laughs> scenes in anything ever are those two scenes right there. Yes. Well, it's just, it's like how we want to live life. There's so many things that we love, and when there's crossovers and we see all those things together, it just really opens up all of our heartstrings. And when my heartstrings are open, that's when I'm truly the person that Santa meant for me to be. Amen. Amen. Amen, Cliff. Amen, Kendall. Kendall, what do you think? You know, because you claim boldly that I, baldly, that I stole one of yours. What do you think about that whole dirty Santa thing of, about at Christmas that people do? I mean... You know, I think if it's something, if you're not buying like gifts for like your friends that you know really well, like if we're buying gifts, like, you know, like I have to get you something because I know like specifically like kind of things that you like and I want to get for you and vice versa. But like if it's a group of people I don't really know all that well and they wouldn't be able to buy me something that 
I know they would get it right anyway. Like, I kind of think it's sort of fun to play the game because then it's like, you you might get something good. You might get something crappy. You're, I mean, you have the same chances if somebody gets you a gift, so at least have a little fun with it, you know? Uh, I just don't like, you know, well, for, hey, first, let me say, I'm glad that you enjoy things. But I... I enjoy a lot of things. Uh, but I think, I don't like all this competitiveness. Just give me a gift. Give me... You know, just let's just all bring a five dollar bill and pass it to the person on our left. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I, Tim, I don't like all the snatching and the grabbing. If you could do it, minus the snatching and the grabbing, and the ill will. I want goodwill, not ill will, on a Christmas party, Kendall. That's all I'm saying. So that's my two cents. Well, see, the trick is to take the ill will out of it, oh. because like. When I play, it's like, oh, I may get something cool. And if it doesn't work out, it's like, oh, well, I didn't have a high enough number that I picked out of the hat or something. It's all in good fun. Uh, what but a great attitude. To each his own. Try, I try to stay positive at least one time during the year. I love that you save it for the Christmas season. Beautiful. Well, why not? Like I said, it's the season of perpetual hope. And I perpetually um, hope for... What number are we at? Number three. Oh, heavens. Kendall, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I was hoping you would say. <laughs> oh, let's see. It's, it's getting a lot tougher. A lot tougher. Um, 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 I'm, uh, I'm afraid that you won't, you'll veto this one. So uh, I'm trying oh. to. Well, let's I'm just trying see. trying to think. <laughs> let's okay. just see. Well, just go ahead and get the veto ready. All right, I got it out. Uh, Cliff, it's a place that. We like to go every year, and although maybe the participants in this didn't think at the time it was such a great place to be or such a wonderful party to be at, it's certainly a place that I would love to go every year, and I do. I go and I enjoy this Christmas tradition every year, and that's a party at the Griswold's house with Christmas dinner and everything. Hold on, wait. The jury is deliberating over here. One second. (laughs) Let, let's let's uh, in the spirit of Christmas. Let's hear why did you think I might veto this? Because I could hear you saying, "Well, it's not a traditional party. It's a it's a dinner and everybody." But it that's right. You're see, right. I see. I see. And you're that's like, yep, why yep. I must veto. If we were doing the greatest Christmas dinners of all time, I, Kendall, I could see why. You right. would want to be there. Well, so, but thank you for mentioning it. Then I'm, I'm for bringing have... it to our minds, taking us on this fun little jaunt into the land of the vetoes. And now, in the way of Christmas and the snow and the sprinkling of magic in the air, let's let's try again. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to go to a darker place, but here we go. Oh shit, Cliff, this party. Always was rocking every year. Every year I watch this movie as well. And it's, uh, it's, it, it does go to a dark place. And that is up at the very tip top of Nakatomi Tower for Die Hard. Their big Christmas party they had before all shit went downhill. 
Kendall, let's just uh, real quickly. I'm going to retract my veto of the Griswolds and apply that's what it I thought. to. That's what I thought. Kendall, you play these mind <laughs> games. On it wasn't Christmas. a mind game. How <laughs> dare you? It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. It was not a mind game. What? I this really, is, I had. You are worse than the reindeer who would not even l- let Rudolph play the reindeer games. You are that <laughs> low and underhanded. No, not at all. Not at all. All right, you want to load me up with a little more there? It is good. <laughs> <laughs> Ed? Hey, Clark. What's wrong with the dog? Oh, he's just yakking on a bone. He got it up. He's all right now. Maybe if you wouldn't feed him from the table. No, no. (laughs) Not at all! Christmas vacation! Christmas vacation. We're so glad I mean, it's Christmas vacation. Look at that party when they're all dancing around at the end, and and then you know, Aunt, she's like, uh, and the home of the brave. You know, she starts singing. It's just, it's a great party. They're dancing around. Like, come well, on. Now you know when you frame it as the end, when everybody's there, post. You know, cataclysm or whatever. Post, post SWAT team. Po- yes. Then it does take on a party-like atmosphere, and they are singing and drinking. And you're right, Kendall. Well, there you go. There's there's your party. If you ever mention Die Hard on another Christmas episode, I'm gonna burn the booth down. All right, <laughs> and that means it's time for a beautiful heartwarming Christmas segment called Are You Talking to Me? Are you talking to me? me, 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 me. I'm talking to you, Cliff. It's Uh, Christmas and we're all in misery. It's Christmas and we're all in misery. And and we're also the only ones here. All right, Kendall. I've got one for you. Here we go. All right. Not that. I planned out our whole day. First, we make snow angels for two hours, and then we'll go ice skating, and then we'll eat a whole roll of Toll House cookie dough as fast as we can, and then to finish, we'll snuggle. Cliff, that was me last Christmas. No, that was Elf. It was both. Yes, it was Elf, and you were (laughs) quoting it when you were saying what we were going to do all Christmas Day long. Well, I was just saying that, but yeah, sure, I was quoting it. All right, Cliff. They are gathering at the center of the city. That is where Santa will give the first gift of Christmas. Santa will give the first gift. Oh, that must be that weird, scary CGI Polar Express movie. You're almost right. It's that wonderful, heartfelt, beautiful (laughs) Christmas movie, The Polar Express. (laughs) Some books are better left alone. Kendall, this is this quote is one that I say every day. All right, but before I say it, I don't want you to think of when I say this constantly. This is actually from the movie. Okay. Guys, I'm eating junk and watching rubbish. You better come out and stop me. 
<laughs> yeah, it was definitely another quote of mine. No, that was from Home Alone. <laughs> Home Alone. I, I almost picked that same one to ask you, but I didn't. So there you go. Um, here we go. Let's see if you can get this one. All kids, no parents, probably a fancy orphanage. No, probably a fancy orphanage. Is that Home Alone? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd follow it with another Home Alone quote. Follow it up. Please note the size and color of each item and send as many as possible. If it seems too complicated, make it easy on yourself. Just send money. How about tens and twenties? Well, Cliff, that was also me. Um, and it was also Lucy from Charlie Brown Christmas Special. Oh, Kendall, don't try to show off that intellect I mean, of Sally. yours. It was <laughs> Sally from Charlie Brown Christmas Special. I'll show it off, damn it. <laughs> um, Remember, Kendall, the saying is, if you've got it, flaunt it. Oh, got it. Okay. Christmas is just about my favorite time. Ever since I was a little kid, I always felt it was like my own personal holiday. Oh, and I, my other favorite part of that one is when he talks about how he thought Santa got into his apartment through the air vents and he would squeeze <laughs> into the air vents. That's Ernest Saves Christmas. That is correct, Cliff. Correct as usual. All right, Kendall, finally for me. Now you listen to me, young lady. Even if we're horribly mangled, there'll be no sad faces on Christmas. Oh, Cliff, that was, of course, the, 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 the Grinch. Oh, in a pinch, you can count on the Grinch. You got it right. Absolutely. All right, I got one more for you. Strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many others' lives. When he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? Oh, that was from the man toucher. Oh, no, wait. That was, they said the same <laughs> quote, but it was from It's a Wonderful Life. That's right, Cliff. They were quoting A Wonderful Life when the man toucher movie did it. Uh, when the man toucher. Yeah, it was better left unsaid, all the things he did. But that's right, yep. Kendall. And now we're moving on in this festive party like atmosphere. Moving on up to number. Two on oh, here we go. The party countdown. <laughs> the big movie media <laughs> party. Christmas party countdown. Movie media. And we don't really mean Christmas dinners. We don't mean terrorist attacks. We mean parties. Now he tells me. And now he tells me. Kendall, this was a party in the truest sense of the party term party because this party really was just the perception of a party and a perception of a party it was the perception of a party and man for those who were seeing it it looked like the best damn Christmas party ever because there was not a corner of this big ass house that was not in party mode. Kendall, if you happen to be a 
burglar in a van outside watching the fake Christmas party that Kevin threw with his Michael Jordan standee and the mannequins we all have in the basement. Kendall, I'm talking Home Alone, the fake Christmas party number two on the Christmas party countdown. Although I could not agree more with you. I did take that off my list because I thought he'll never let me go with the fake Christmas party. (laughs) But I would have. Two of the few that I had that I was like, these are real good. Now I've like, I've lost two. So I'm like, "Mm." I'm I'm having to branch out a little further. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> and if you thought the other ones were in the realm, ooh, watch out. Um, so, now, I think of this as a Christmas party. You may not, so if, if you want to veto it, we can go there on this one, too. But, Cliff, uh, you mentioned a movie earlier with a green man that was quite the rambunctious, uh, you know, person who stole Christmas over and over again. And I always thought at the end of The Grinch, when everybody has gathered around and they're carving the roast beast, that that's a big Christmas party they're all doing together. But I'm sure you're going to say that's a big dinner. Oh, Kendall. How can I explain this to you? I agree. It is a party. When it's that big, when there's that many foo-fangles and that many who's, and come tinglers and rum blanklers. Oh my God. It's a party. You damn well, now, right. I'm glad you said yes because I was sweating over here. But, I mean, maybe this big cardigan I have on. But, it's um, the card. Also, now, there's the tinsel has really it's piled up on the roof and it's starting to insulate. It's blocking the air duct, too. Yeah. Um, so, Cliff, not, I, I had a different one for number one originally. And, and I just want to throw it out there, because even if it's not a party, I think it's really worth an honorable mention. Some dumb fucking diehard bullshit? Uh, well, only if you think that, Cliff. It is the, <laughs> it's the Christmas play from a Charlie Brown Christmas, because I thought, oh, they've all gathered, all the kids are dancing on stage. That's like a party atmosphere to me. So I started to say that was number one, but I didn't. It was a party at atmosphere, but it was really just children not doing what they should have been doing. They should have been practicing their Christmas play. Instead, they were rocking out. It was the 60s. Rock and roll was new. You know, but so you were right. You Again, you were right to take that one off. Although it was a festive party like atmosphere. Kendall, and this is... Hold on, I'm going to pat myself on the... Oh, I can't reach my back. Never mind. Kendall, I've got to go out there. I want to get one more eight-pound block of tinsel, you know, so I can give it out. To people at the street and, you know, to the mailman and... Oh, well, you go get tinsel. I'm going to go get some baguettes and I'm going to get some popcorn off the tinsel or the popcorn garland over there. All right, Kendall, the baguettes, hurry up. All right, we'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. There's more sass on the way. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Because Christmas is your family's special time and you want everything at its best. Give a gift you'll be proud to give. An appealing 10 by 13 wall display size portrait of someone very special from Sears Portrait Studio. 
Right now, you can get a package of 14 gift portraits, including the wall portrait, for $19.95. But hurry, December 11th is the last day to get Sears portraits taken in time for Christmas gifts. Trust Sears Portrait Studio for your Christmas portrait. Make some room, Cliff and Kendall are back. Thank you. Welcome, guys. Now, no, that was lovely, dear. Tis the season to be jolly. Now, you guys were talking about such a Christmas mood. Well, me too, with all these trees and the tinsel and the convention. Now, you guys, what were you saying? You were saying, you know, about all these trees that you have seen, and you know, it looks like you bought a couple there. From the conventioners. Oh, well, dear, they have so many wonderful, beautiful trees here. And one of them was from Japan, dear. It has so many little homemade origami birds all over it. Dear, I thought they were so cute, so I wanted to take one of those home. Oh, yes, and I bought this little tree, boys. Why, it's called a Swiss Army tree, and oh. I'm sure you'll never guess why. <laughs> oh, does it have a lot of things that, like, um, pop out, different things that go on it? Um, it's good for multiple uses? <laughs> no, boy, it's made out of Swiss Army knives. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got me again. Oh, yeah, I'm, now that I see the picture on the front. I was saying, I was so taken back by that tree over there. They have like all the trees from con- the different countries over there and one of them, I thought, ooh, that looks cool. It's like a Halloween tree. But it's not. It's Christmas. It has like spider webs, sparkly spiders and spider webs on it. And I thought, ooh, that's terrifying. Oh, well, you know what really was terrifying? Not that to me, but I was looking over like all the trees that people had brought in because you know how we were well, I thought that we were prestigiously honored to decorate a tree but then I saw the custodian oh, no, of the library of the library he had a tree over there I saw the a woman who works at the gas pump she had a tree over there I saw somebody the person who does the installations of the you know that pink stuff in the attic that they had a tree over there and, oh, I just don't know. It w- I think... Dear, I told you they were asking for donations, not for... I know you kept saying that you were honored to come and decorate a tree, but, dear, they wanted donations of trees. <laughs> it's just oh, a silly yes. mistake. Everyone, everyone <laughs> could make a mistake like that, dear. Yes, and they took trees from everyone, any bum off the street that brought in a tree. <laughs> they put it on display. I think it's very Christmassy of them to do well, so. Well, I think it's a big point they didn't turn ours away then. 
and they didn't turn it off and it does you know they plugged in the lights so i think it's a win-win when you really get and down i think to people it. are enjoying it too Yes, That's what really matters, Kendall, is that we've added to the enjoyment of people's holiday season with our tree. I mean, Crock-Pot is having to, like, pull tinsel off of it every ten minutes because it just keeps getting covered with tinsel that's falling from the sky. But but when you when you uncover it and you see how good we decorate it, people are just blown away. Well, it's, you know, I'm blown away by a lot of things here today at this convention. And one of them is, you know, I had this big thing of cotton candy. But as you say, Kendall, there's just so much tinsel floating through the air that by the time I, you know, even had time to bring it to my mouth, it was just so covered with tinsel that it was, you know, I was really not as good as it could have been because I was having to suck all the cotton candy off of that tinsel that just got embedded deeply into that sponge sugar. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure those baguettes had tinsel, like, baked into them because I, my stomach is a little upset. I feel like I'm going to be, you know, shooting out tinsel for a few days. I don't even want to hear about it. But, you know, guys, you know, we're going to do another countdown here. Do you guys want to stay in during this countdown or is oh, it time? Dear, no. We oh, must no. be getting back to the, the activities, dear. I still want to go over there and see the other nation Christmas trees. And I, I also want to see that other lecture, dear. They're talking about how to incorporate tinsel into desserts. <laughs> oh, I think that one's going to be groundbreaking, Sugar Lump. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Oh, yes. Oh, well, let's go, dear. Let's get a good spot in line before it all comes oh, up. Yes, immediately, dear. Oh, uh, I don't think that's a good idea at all. Speaking of the tinsel and baguettes, you know. Well, Kendra, I'm sure if it's it's this would be edible. I'm sure and made out of some sort of thing. Oh, you know. well then that's better. Then by all means, go right ahead. All right, Kendall, this is another time for a countdown. It's time for a countdown of the most rocking Christmas party songs. These all right now. Mine songs. aren't particularly songs, but. I'm just kidding. They're not really I'm songs. These are more I'm dirty just lyrics. Kidding. Just kidding. I'm going to ace this part of the show. Oh. Um. Put your vetoes away. You're going to love oh, this. Oh, right. Kendall, this is a Merry Christmas season. I think, you know, since I went first last time, I'm going to let you go ahead and go first oh, this time. Well, let me put and the Christmas space coin away then. All right, here we go. Just rest silent night here and you go first. All right, Cliff. Oh. I'm going to start. Not like that. You could start that way, but I'm starting another way, Cliff. I'm going to start with a favorite of mine. Um, you know, I love I love a little Tom Petty. I'm, I'm a petty Tom Petty lover. And I love when he made a Christmas album, a very special Christmas too, and he included this song on it. It's one of my favorite rockin' Christmas songs. It's, you know, the decorations, Cliff, they're all hung by the fire. Everybody's singing, all the bells are ringing out, and it's Christmas all over again. Oh yeah, does it make you want to rock out? Well, I am rocking out, but I'm more curious... Are you under the impression that A Very Special Christmas 2 is a complete Tom Petty album? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, I was good. in the moment. 
right. Well, you were just so caught up in the Christmas spirit, and I, I was. That. You know, I was. I was just. It, I was insisting on like telling my story and getting my Christmas song out there that I just I messed up. But you know what I'm t- talking about. Well, I do know what you're talking about, and that is a very rocking song. And I think. You know, <laughs> might as well rock out to that one because it sure rocks. It does. Yeah, rocks. It rocks. Put it on the list. Rock and list song. <laughs> well, Kendall, you know, number five is from, a, it's another song that rocks. It's a Christmas song that rocks. Good. It is a duet of a Christmas song. It's by one of the great... Singers Cindy Lauper and a rock band that sounds more like something you get when you eat bad shrimp. It's the Hives, <laughs> but it's Cindy Lauper and, and the Hives, and they have a, it's a duet, but it's called a Christmas Duel. And I just want to read a quick lyric here from you. I, you've never heard it, but that's all right because we're here to broaden and rock people's minds. Let's broaden. I bought no gifts this year. And I slept with your sister. I know I should have thought twice before I kissed her. I bought no tree this year, and I slept with your brother. I wrecked your daddy's car and went down on your mother. Kendall, it's a, not your, speaking of your mother, it's not your mother's Christmas song. It's the Christmas <laughs> duel. Because sometimes you just need a Christmas song that rocks and tells it like it is. You gotta have those songs too to even out the ones that are just like, oh, everything's so wonderful and loving. Right, right. I love it. Cindy Lauper and the Hives. Maybe it's time for a reboot of that sort of <laughs> a sequel song. I thought you were gonna say it's time for Reba to cover it. <laughs> I would love for Reba and Brooks and Dunn. It's ripe for a Reba and Brooks and Dunn cover. Come on, Reba. You heard it here first. Get on it. But that was a good one. That was a good one. I'm not going to lie. Um, now, I, I, there, there's another song that that reminds me of, and I don't think it's going to be on our rocking Christmas list, even though it's a great Uh-oh. Christmas song. Um, but, you know, the Dixie Chicks, um, uh, Merry Christmas from the Family. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite. I was listening to that this morning. Yep. Another one that tells it like it is. I almost put that one in the holiday Christmas party pile. Well, you know, that would have been outside the box pick, but I would like it. It it, it would have been media. It would have been in the media. Yes, it would have been. (laughs) 
And that's a party. That's a hell of a party. We need some it more is. tampons and Marlboro, and Marlboro lights. Marlboro lights. Oh, it's such a good song. I, I listened to like three or four different versions of it, but by far, listen to us listeners, the best version is the Dixie Chicks and Rosie O'Donnell singing it. It is. It is by far the best version. Um, it was meant for them. Whoever wrote it, who cares? You uh, only need to listen one. to them sing that. You only need to watch the Muppets do a Christmas carol. Save yourself time. There's a lot to do during the Christmas season. So, well, and not to get and us choose. off subject and to, to to get us off the road here, but did Uh-oh. you see Spirited yet? No, I have not. Did you see it yet? I did. I loved it. Did you love it? I did. Is it is it is it a just another rehash? Absolutely not. Okay, good. It is so clever. I mean, I, you know that you and I are so close that we like the same thing. So I really do think you'll love it. I think it's really well done, really clever. I didn't quite think it needed to be a musical, uh-huh. but it was fun. Like, with if they were had fun moments with the music, but I was like, I, I could. This could have been fine as just a movie. That idea worked without needing music too, but. I, did, right. I really enjoyed it. Susan, Susan was like, you love this, don't you? I was like, every minute of it. I was like, I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. Oh, all right. So, yes, uh, one big fat thumb up over here. All right, Cliff, the next song on our countdown number four. Now, it wasn't originally... I, I'm The original person that sung it, God love her, Darlene Love, back in 1963 off of a compilation album, was great, but I do love when Mariah sang it, and just you hear oh people over and over saying Christmas. That was that's the best part because you you think like wait what what season is it what what holiday is it? and they go Christmas and you're like oh the snow's coming down Christmas I'm watching it fall it just it's one of those songs that rocks and it gets you right into the Christmas spirit right when you start hearing it. Well, I'm gonna accept it. Why wouldn't you accept that song? For one simple reason. It's better. The other the other version is better. Which one? Oh, the original? Yeah, the original one oh. is Okay, better. then then we'll switch it to Darlene Love. I was just playing the Mariah Carey one, but I'm, the song is what I'm talking about. Baby, please Mariah could never. Mariah's got that other song, which <laughs> is fine. But no. The, the original. Oh. When uh, this rocks, Mariah's <laughs> fine in an elevator, and but this—that's the one that rocks, Kendall. And well, I tell you that is what I would do, and what I would do right before the segment. What I would do is tell you number three on the countdown. <laughs> that's what you would do. That's what I would do. I'm going to say number three, Kendra. This song, you know, just when you got a Christmas song that rocks like this, 
why does anybody else even bother trying to rock in a Christmas song if they can't do it as well as these people? And this is by a band, seems like they should be (laughs) slinging hash, but really they call themselves the waitresses, but they are really a rock and roll band. Kendall, and tell me that one of the great Christmas rockin' songs of all time. Does it not? You can't help but rock. You can't help it. I'm rocking my block off over here. It is just one of the most rocking of Christmas songs. It's one of the most rocking of songs. And... You know, that was one of the high points of humanity. Maybe we flew too close to the sun with that one. <laughs> sort and of damn it, please. It's a fail and just... You know how Kendall was talking about decapitation first, first part of the say, show? Yeah. So we're back to that. Because society was decapitated. Because we were too good. <laughs> Things got too good there for uh, five minutes <laughs> with the <laughs> Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. It was good while it lasted. Good. Oh, it was. It was. And that is what you would do by telling That's me that. That's what Chris. I would do. But I That's got some other questions for you. What would you do? Do do what 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 would you do? What would you do? I've got some. I've got some questions for you, Cliff. And I've got answers. What Good. would I do? WWID, Kendall. Cliff, you are just about to start eating Christmas Eve night. Oh. You're about to start eating some, let, let's say, some leftovers by that point, because you know you've been eating all day. And you're Ugh. about to watch a great Christmas movie when all of a sudden, frequent guest star Alan shows up in chains. He sings oh, a whole no. song about it. And he says, these will be your chains if you don't heed my warning. And you will also be visited by three ghosts tonight. So basically, he's telling you, you need to change your ways, Cliff. Things have been bad. What do you do in that situation? Well, I would want examples of what I have been doing wrong. Well, that's why you have three ghosts coming to show you. Well, then I would go through every scenario with them and point out why I had done the right thing. Oh, see, I was just about to say, that's so big of you, Cliff, you're going to be like, oh, well, let's go see. Let's go see what I did. Let me go figure it out. And you're like, and I will show them why I did not do that wrong. <laughs> no, I would do the, I would do exactly what you would say. Okay, let's go see. Let's go see what I did. Let, we'll, I think we'll figure it out. <laughs> yes. With that tone and everything. All right, Cliff, ask me tone. a question. Kendall. You got a lot of nerve, Griswold. You got a lot of nerve. One frosty winter morning. Satan decides he wants one less Christmas movie in the world. And out of an evil Santa hat, he draws 
Kendall's name. Oh, Ken- Kendall. So it's up to you. You must decide which Christmas movie and its subsequent sequels, if any, will cease to exist, will go out of existence. And it must be a movie that is at least considered popular. Can't just be something at the bottom of the barrel, okay? Well, you really the devil, get away around my... The devil's not falling for your shit, Kendall. The devil's in the details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what would you do? WWID is what you're asking yourself. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, yeah, I can't really say like a Hallmark Christmas movie because that's not hugely popular. That's bottom of the barrel. Um, oh, well, you know, oh, but you said it's not just like one of the sequels. If I, it would be the movie and all the sequels if I did all that right. All of them. Who, oh, well, okay. I've got one. I think I can handle this one to go away. Okay. And it's fairly popular, I think. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's popular enough. How, how popular are we talking? It, it needs to be, you know, this is the devil we're talking about. So it needs to be popular enough that by its going away, it will, you know, people would be, some people, not nothing's going to upset everybody, but it's that some people would be upset. That's why it's got to be something that's kind of popular, the devil says. Okay. I was going to say the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol, but I don't think it's popular enough. No, it's not. Um, That's a bottom of the barrel choice, Kendall, and the devil rejects it, and you fry in hell for all well, eternity. Say, I, didn't, I didn't give him that. I knew I would fry for that. So oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't say it. I, the answer's um, obvious to me. I know which one you would pick. And you get rid of a lot of annoying sequels, a lot of a lot of annoying stuff. Oh, well, maybe I don't know. The, maybe okay. Are you talking about the Santa Claus? You got it, bitch. Goodbye. We can, I can handle to get rid of that one. I thought you were going to say Polar Express. <laughs> uh, no, I'll let you keep that. If you want to watch those dead-eyed freaks, I'll let you keep okay. that. I'd rather watch those dead-eyed freaks than the other dead-eyed freaks. <laughs> See ya, Santa Claus with an E. I went from, went from preaching to meddling. All right, Cliff. They have decided to make a very merry Hocus Pocus movie. Oh, shit. About time. I see. I know, right? And and if they're not, Disney, listen, listen. Um, Anyway, they're making this movie where the witches have to help Santa save Christmas for Salem and all the world. And you have been called to to play Santa Claus, of course. They're like, they're like, perfect pitch, right body type. Come on in. Yep. Um, So... You've went through the first round of auditions. It's it's down to you and one other guy, Cliff. And you are both waiting for your callback, and you find some rather inappropriate stuff on his laptop. Not not I'm not talking about like real, real bad, like he's a terrible person, awful person, it needs to be shared with the world, but just right. some stuff where you're like, if I shared this, it would it would get him out of the running, but it would also be really, really heartless and mean to do it. What do you do? Uh, well, I wouldn't do it if it was heartless and mean. I would just let my talents speak for themselves, and boy, do they speak, Kendall. Well, Cliff, so, that's luckily the right answer because it was a big yeah. test to see if you had the heart of Santa Claus, and you did, mm-hmm. so you have got the part. Got the part. See, I would know that Bette Midler and Kathy and Jimmy and the wonderful Sarah Jessica Parker, they're not going to let anything bad happen. 
in that regard. No, he was an up. actor. He was an actor. It was all there to test you. Oh, uh, passed. Flying colors, A+. plus. <laughs> Kendall, this one is for you. WWID is what I want you to think about. A Christmas angel receives my letter. Uh, That wasn't in it. Oh, yeah, that's how you signed it, I'm sure. (laughs) No. (laughs) Christmas angel received my letter asking to right a serious wrong. This is the Christmas wrong of Jim Carrey not winning an Oscar for The Grinch. You know, I think he should have won an Oscar for that, hands down. Yeah, all and, the things he went through. Oh, my God. And he's incredible. It's hilarious. This is amazing. Yeah. And this Christmas angel reads this and agrees. And suddenly, with a snap of her angelic fingers, Jim Carrey, you know, on his mantelpiece, there's his Oscar for the Grinch. Things, things are coming around. And she's so loved... That I came up with this idea because she's like, you know what? Yes, that's right. She says, how about your friend Kendall? I'm going to let him write another Christmas wrong vis-a-vis the Oscars. So what Oscar would you give, you know, to some something that was just begging for one like Jim Carrey and the Grinch? For a Christmas, it has to be a Christmas movie, or else obviously we would be putting Oscars on Jake Gyllenhaal's mantle. Well, I, I was going to say, I would have to preface it by saying, since Jake Gyllenhaal is not in contention for this, I would have to say that if there's one person that deserves a freaking Oscar for all of his portrayals, not not just the Christmas one, but hey, let's if we're writing one wrong, let's go ahead and give it to him. I'm talking Jim Varney, Ernest P. Worrell. I think he should get he'll get a lifetime achievement Oscar for all the amazing work he's done, including Ernest Saves Christmas. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. And from oh. here on out, the Oscar should be remolded to look like Ernest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, we are we're writing so many wrongs. Oh, I love it. That's what Christmas is all about. Charlie Brown. All right, Cliff, I've got one more for you. A Christmas ghost appears and says, you didn't abide by a very specific Christmas tradition that no one's ever even heard of. I don't know how you've heard of it. But since you haven't, he's going to curse you forever. Anytime you think of Christmas, you will feel a punch in your stomach. And anytime you crave a Christmas dish, you will feel a pinch on your cheek so hard that they almost bleed. What do you do? I would contact a witch. Ooh. And have hideous, awful sex <laughs> in exchange for a cure. Uh, well, I don't know why you had to have hideous, awful sex with a witch. You could have contacted the other three witches, and they would have done a whole number for you when they came. You would have helped them <laughs> kidnap all the children of Salem, and then they well, would have helped you. You know how impatient I am. That was the first <laughs> witch that was available. There you go. All right, Kendall, I have one more. For- <gasps> Kendall, it's Christmas Eve. Beautiful snowy night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've been in bed for a while. You've been dozing. And suddenly you are awakened by three ghosts who've come to teach you some much needed life lessons. And, of course, you're oh. into it. You love that. And 
you know, just you love it. And but before you know it, you know, one thing leads to another. And the three ghosts have, well, turns out they were just three robbers in masks and they've put you in a big sack and dropped you down a well. What would you do? Oh, um, I knew they had to have it wrong because I would not have been needed. <laughs> I mean, I, pro- I probably would have seen through the plan early on, but since since you said I did get thrown down the whale. You were too excited, too, filled with Christmas spirit to notice the many glaring flaws in there. You know, you know how it can be with people. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I get carried away sometimes. So <laughs> I got carried away that time, too. So I, since I'm in a big sack, luckily, it's kept me dry from the water in the well. And it gives you extra traction. So I was able to use the, the, the sack to climb, like I, in the sack, climb up the walls of the well and get back up to the top. And luckily, right as I come to the top, who should appear but Santa Claus? And he says, Kendall, what happened? Are you okay? And I said, yes, they stuffed me in this sack and they were pretending to be ghosts. He said, oh, they're on the naughty list. He and I jump on the sleigh. We go track them down. We arrest them, take them to prison. End of story. Merry Christmas. I think it's far more likely that you'd be crying and a witch might walk by up top and hear you and offer to, you know, exchange hideous, awful sex with getting you Well, whichever happens first. Whichever. There you go. I'll always have a plan B. I'm and that's, well, that's what I would do. Kendall WWID Christmas well, now we edition. Know. Now the world knows what we would do. Now they know. So if, if they're in the, ever in that situation, now they have some guidance. Oh, I hope that's not the guidance. All right, Cliff. Moving on up to number two. Number two. On our rockin' Christmas song countdown. Oh, this is tough now. Um, I think I know what number one would be, so I'm going to save that for you, hopefully. Oh. Um, and I am going to... Oh. All right. Oh, now right. I'm less confident. You I mean you um, might have? I, I, let you know. I'm going to just go out of on a limb and say there's no chance in hell that you didn't pick the exact same number one as I did. There's no way all of humanity would pick this exact same number one. Well, then I have to go with this one then because I don't want to oh. leave it off the list. So okay, here we go. This one we have. Already spoken about it in the show. It's uh, it does show up at a Christmas party from the list, and it showed up on one of your Christmas parties from the list, Cliff. That is Uh-oh. the fake Christmas party. I'm talking from Home Alone. That's rocking around the. It's right there in the title, rocking around the Christmas tree. That is one of the most rocking Christmas songs there is. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Oh, isn't that a good one? It is. I I can see a time in history when people would be like, you know what? This rocks. Humbug, Cliff. Humbug. Why humbug? You think that it doesn't rock? You're the one saying it does rock. No, I think it still rocks. I think it's still one of the best Christmas rocking songs. Well, it definitely has rocking right in the title. And, Kendall, that's n- no denying that. That's not. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, number one, Kendall. Cliff. 
number one, as I said, this is something that, you know, it, it would be the most boring category ever on Family Feud because they would say 100 out of 100 people surveyed said for this to be the number one rockin' Christmas song, okay? Okay. It's a 16-way tie. <laughs> and it starts oh, God. <laughs> like this. Settle in, listeners. Oh, goodness. Oh, here we are again. Another year has gone by. Starts with, begins with the Pointer Sisters. That's a good one. Telling you, you better watch out. I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town. Yes, he is. Santa Claus is coming to town. Speaking of the Tom Petty album, A Very Special Christmas 2, this was a very <laughs> special Christmas one, actually by various artists. It was so nice of him to allow other people to be on his album. <laughs> it wasn't it though. It was, it was the spirit of Christmas. But this is a very special Christmas yeah. one, the one that preceded that. And my contention is, if you're on a desert island having a Christmas party, this is the only Christmas album that you need. It's got the Pointer Sisters, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the Eurythmics Winter Wonderland. And Whitney Houston, do you hear what I hear? Merry Christmas Baby by Bruce Springsteen. And I got music on the radio. The Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas stuff by The Pretenders. There's John. Cougar Melon Camp, I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. And what a laugh it would have been If a daddy would have walked right in And saw Mama kissing Santa Claus last night Sting with Gabriel's message Run DMC, Christmas in Hollis. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. Rice and stuffing macaroni and cheese. And Santa put gifts under Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe... Christmas, baby, please come home. Not as good as the Darling Love version, but this is you too, after all. Christmas at all I remember when you were here 
Madonna saying a baby. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Next year I could be oh so good. If you'll check off my Christmas list, Biddle, Biddle, Santa honey. I want a yacht and really that's not a lot. I've been an angel all year since I've Bob Seeger, little drummer boy. Run, Rudolph, run, Brian Adams. Run, run, Rudolph, man, I'm making fun time. Run, run, Rudolph, Santa's got to make it to town. Bon Jovi, backdoor Santa. Run, no, backdoor Santa. I make my run at the break of day. They call me a backdoor Santa. I make my run at the break of day. Coventry Carol by Allison Moyet. That's the only one I don't really know. With silent night, well, it was a the Kindle. This is the only Christmas album, technically that we all need. And that's the top 15 ties. And the 16th way of the 16th tie for number <laughs> one, well, if you thought it was my new single, you're right. And if you were wondering if it rocks, it does. <laughs> and Kendall, it, it, this is one of those songs, I can't believe it took me to come up with it. It's the it it just like it just fills this most obvious hole, you know. It's like if you know you have one puzzle piece left, and you know it's like this weird shape, and this fills in that weird shape. Okay. Yeah. It's called Dancer, Santa's dancingest reindeer. Oh. Dancer, he's Santa's dancingest reindeer. Uh, stop motion dancer special. 
We're going to have to amend our list. That ties for one through six of the top most rockin'est Christmas songs. Doesn't it, though? Kendall, I just hope that our listeners can have a rockin' Christmas thanks to all these songs we've shown them. Well, they better put it on a playlist. I hope you make that one available so they can add it to their playlist, too. Oh, you know I will. You know I will, Kendall. Let's just hope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ho- I hope you that Santa can handle it. to everybody. It. Oh yeah, dancer, Santa's dancing his reindeer. It's just, it's gonna take over the town, Tinseltown. Take it over, this is Tinseltown. I want to go check out before we leave this convention. I want to go check out. I heard that Charles decorated one, and I've got to go see what that looks like. I don't even want to venture a guess. Let's just go see. Let's, you know. I, I just want to see the trash or the he- heaping, burning trash pile that that is. So. Oh, no. I bet it's the most beautiful. It's probably gold-plated, silver polish. I don't think you, know. you can gold-plate turds, Cliff. But okay. Oh, Merry could. Christmas, everyone. Oh. <laughs> Continue <laughs> to rock holidays. it out in the party. Yes. We're going to rock. We'll see you next week.